More closely aligning the secondary sexual characteristics with the gender identity of an individual is called transgender hormone therapy. This is GW Medical Faculty Associates Podcast. I'm Dr. Mike. Let's talk with Dr. Michael Erwig, Associate Professor of Medicine at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences and Director of Andrology at the GW Medical Faculty Associates. Dr. Erwig, what is the goal of hormonal care for a, a transgender patient? So many transgender patients and non-binary patients as well desire hormone therapy uh, so that they can experience physical changes as well as an improvement in psychological well-being. So the physical changes can be things from their hair to skin uh, to muscle to fat to body composition to breast development um, and a whole other host of physical changes. When, so how can someone make that decision um, that this is, this is something they want to do? Are, are there resources? Are there uh, physicians like you that can, that can help them make that decision? Walk us through how somebody makes the decision to actually go through hormonal uh, care. Typically, the first step is that an individual comes to terms with their gender identity and realizes that, yes, I'm transgender or, yes, I'm non-binary. And then the next step is usually to, you know, maybe see a therapist or to go to a support group and meet with other transgender individuals uh, to kind of um, hear about other experiences. Um, sometimes people will then uh, make some social transitioning, you know, um, changing their name their appearance, how they dress, you know, makeup, clothing. And then a lot of transgender patients do elect hormone therapy as well so that they can experience some of the physical and psychological changes. So most of the patients who come to see me have already seen a therapist uh, prior to seeing me. And the specialist usually, um, sorry, and the therapist usually have some expertise in gender identity issues. You know, Dr. Erwick, I think what might be helpful um, for the audience is maybe just some basic definitions of what we're talking about here. Can you tell us w- what is the basic definition of, of transgendered? You, miss, you mentioned also non-binary. Can you just help us understand that a little bit better? Yes. So a transgender uh, individual is somebody whose, uh, you know, physical characteristics do not align with who they uh, identify as. So, for example, a trans woman... Um, you'll also see terms called male to female are individuals who were, you know, assigned uh, male at birth, um, you know, were often raised as boys and then realized at some point that, that um, no, I don't feel like I'm a boy, I'm a girl or I'm a woman. And so male to female or trans women, um, that's an example of a trans woman. A trans man is, is the opposite. So trans man would be female to male. Now, non-binary refers to individuals who see themselves on a spectrum. So a lot of people don't view gender as simply you're either male or you're female, but there's a spectrum and you can be somewhere along the spectrum. Kind of like you don't have to be black or white, but there could be a shade of gray and you don't have to necessarily identify with one term or one label. And so so some non-binary individuals will also seek out hormone therapy because they may want to masculinize, for example. 
Can you, you know, when, 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 um, a person, individual comes to you and, and at that point has made a decision to undergo, um, hormonal care, walk us through a little bit the evaluation process. What, what are the things that you're going to do? What are the lab tests that you're going to do, um, to get started? And then ultimately, what is that therapy? Right. So I'm going to take a very detailed history and um, to have the patient tell me about how they came to the realization that they are transgender or non-binary. They'll usually tell me all about their life and their childhood and their teenage years and their dating and, you know, secondary sex characteristics and, and how they've experienced that and also what their goals are. Uh, so I want to make sure that they do have the diagnosis of gender dysphoria, uh, which is the medical term for, um, you know, people who are, who are, who are transgender. Um, there are occasionally people who may not be transgender or not have gender dysphoria who may request hormone therapy. So it's important to make sure that we're offering hormone therapy for the right reasons. So there's a careful evaluation of the patient's history um, and also looking at their goals. And then what I do is I review the benefits and potential risks of the different hormone therapies, uh, what kind of changes will be experienced, uh, what the time course is for those changes, what the different options are, you know, there's different forms of estrogen, different forms of testosterone, what are the pros, what are the cons. Um, and then I do want to do blood tests, you know, just to make sure that everything's under control prior to starting hormone therapy. So to rule out things like a really high cholesterol, for example, or, you know, liver disease or, or kidney disease. So these are very rare things, uh, but we like to have a normal set of uh, labs to work with prior to starting the hormones. So you mentioned um, in in this evaluation, you 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 listen to them. They they will talk about what their goals are. Um, can you help us understand what that means? Are, are you talking about when they go through hormone therapy, what kind of maybe secondary characteristics they're looking to develop? Is that what you mean? Help us understand a little bit what what someone's goals might be. So let's say, for example, for a trans man, um, a trans man is going to want uh, people to perceive him as a male in, in society and is going to want to, quote, pass as a male in society, okay? They don't want to be misgendered. They don't want some people to use a she pronoun, some people to use a he pronoun. So for a trans man, he will often want to get on testosterone therapy because that's going to help him achieve those goals. So, so with the, the, the testosterone therapy, his voice will lower. So when people hear him speak, they'll think this is a male talking, not a female talking. He may develop facial hair and body hair. And again, this will um, help so that he's perceived as male, which is his gender identity. And conversely, for trans women, they're going to expect a lot of the opposite changes. So what kind of, once, once you've gone through this evaluation, you've started the hormonal care what kind of follow-up are we looking at for most um, of the individuals that do this? So 
for the endocrine part of it, it it's pretty straightforward uh, for most patients. For the first year, I typically will see a patient every three months to check in and you know see how they're doing, how they're progressing, do blood tests to measure their, their hormone levels, to see that they're changing adequately. I'll often need to adjust the doses of their hormones, typically I- increasing the doses of the testosterone or, or estrogen. And then, you know, after the first year, I can usually see patients uh, less frequently, so maybe every six to 12 months. And so, um, Dr. Erwig, uh, with your experience and your expertise, in, in summary, what would you like people to know about transgendered hormone therapy? Well, you know, it's important that transgender patients have access to high-quality medical care regardless of where they live and in some places that, that that's easier th- than others and so that they're able to access mental health services, see a therapist, see an endocrinologist, have a primary care doctor who's culturally competent in trans care and if they desire surgeries to also have surgeons in the area who can perform some of the operations. Uh, some of which are quite complex. So it's having access to all of these services, having medical providers who are culturally competent in trans care, who know how to use the right pronouns, who know how to take a, um, a careful history, um, who are not shy about having a conversation about gender identity or, or sexual orientation, and then who are medically trained to um, to manage hormones and uh, you know, p- primary care uh, of the patients. Excellent summary. That's Dr. Michael Erwig, Director of Andrology at GW Hospital. Thanks for checking out this episode of GW Medical Faculty Associates Podcast. Please visit gwdocs.com to get connected with Dr. Erwig or another provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you and be sure to check back soon for the next podcast. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.